You are Locked On Lakers. Your daily Los Angeles Lakers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Quality production. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Lakers. Yeah, it's a lot. There's a lot going on here. It's a, it's a, it's a bunch. You know, they take this stuff seriously. Very seriously. Uh, I like uh, it. Locked On Lakers. Brian Kamenetsky and Andy Kamenetsky. Episode brought to you by Spotify Green Room. Download the app and join us on Friday at noon Pacific. Get in on the action. Spotify Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. So much we want to cover with our guest today. You just heard him. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see him as well. He's a senior editor at Yahoo, and uh, I think just as importantly, perhaps more importantly, the co-host of Jenkins and Jones. If you are not listening to this show as a basketball fan, I really know what is uh, wrong with you, but something is. Um, and so show, we are man. excited to have our friend. <laughs> it is so good. Uh, LeJethro Jenkins, thanks so much for coming on, man. It's good to see you. Thanks for having me on again. I know we've talked before, man. It's always fun, so I appreciate you guys for real. Well, I mean, one of the big reasons we wanted to have you on, uh, LeJethro, is just as a massive Laker fan, um, we've we've talked about this in the past, the, these playoffs must have been just a whirlwind of emotion for you, and we haven't had the opportunity to speak directly with you about you know what it was like to see everything go down, the first-round exit, AD hurt, LeBron hurt. Um, you can vent. You can be treat this as a safe space. You can do whatever you want with it. I mean, but are, are you are you are you okay? I'm. <laughs> you saw how serious I got. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, I mean, we I, care about you, little Jethro. I appreciate. I, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's been a fun playoffs. I, I, this is the first time I get to actually just watch the playoffs without stressing, and I've actually appreciated that to a degree. Like I'm watching and like enjoying games. Could you imagine being a Bucks? or a Nets fan, or Hawks or Sixers fan, or a Clippers fan. I mean, one of the three Clippers fans that exist. At the, you know, right now, like, I couldn't imagine going through that. I'm actually going to enjoy good basketball without, you know, you know, a nerve about a burst in my head. You know what I mean? But um, it, it, it for me, I, I changed the way I watch basketball. Uh, I, uh, maybe after, I'd say, game one. When I saw, I knew Bron was still hurt. I knew Braun was still hurt. I hadn't seen, I'd never seen that Braun in a series before. AD was the most important person on that team. When he went down, I knew what time it was. Braun just didn't have the button anymore. You know, that button that just, you know, he can do whatever he, he, he needs, needs to be done in any way on the court. He didn't have that. That ankle was, he was still like 70, maybe, maybe 80%. And he was picking and choosing his spots very carefully. And you can't pick and choose when you're the, the anchor of the team, you know what I'm saying, when AD went down. Mm -hmm. So I knew I knew what time it was when AD went down. I didn't even I didn't even lie to myself. I didn't even get my – I didn't think game six, Brian, none of that. I never thought none of that. I knew exactly what was – father time is starting to catch up a little bit. That's how I feel. And I was like, yo, just appreciate Brian. So I've been watching the game just appreciating people. Um, and even when KD – um, and because of that, I've, I've watched everybody different. Like, even with KD, like people were lighting up KD saying that that was Bron or da -da 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 -da. like when he, he airballed that, that, that shot at the game. I'm like, KD didn't have the energy to even express disdain or hurt from, from missing that shot. He had played every minute. He had a great performance. He didn't have the best performance in the, in, in the overtime, but it makes sense. And I watched it from appreciation. 
So watching the Lakers this get that first round exit and seeing Bron play the way he's done, he had, he did change the way I look at basketball. And I think I've been watching him and watching his basketball wrong the whole time. I'm watching it with expectations of somebody to do things for me when I should just be appreciating what they are. And I wish I'd have done that from jump. So I wasn't mad at Bron. I was hurt, of course. You know, I mean, it's sad seeing the Lakers I mean, we, go we, out. We were a little, you know, it's a dad thing. You know, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not angry. I'm not angry. I'm disappointed. Well, I mean, I remember we, we were watching game. We were talking with you during the title run when they actually won the championship and you were getting frustrated and disappointing then. So, I mean, I feel like this represents a lot of growth for you, like a lot I of personal so. and basketball growth. Maybe, maybe, maybe. We'll see what happens when everybody's healthy again and it's, it's title time. You know what I mean? Like, I, I kind of had I, had, I felt that this wasn't the year with, with all the injuries and all that. So I kind of, I guess, fixed my brain to be prepared for the moment. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm more mad at the NBA if anybody for, for like, you know, they, I know the money and the marketing dollars were there and they had to, I mean, for, to, for money reasons, they started early like that. But it wasn't, I mean, come on. What, what do we really expect? From a team that played that many games that late and then had more back-to-backs than anybody else in the league the second half after after winning the championship that's ridiculous and irresponsible of the nba in my my opinion you know what i'm saying you're begging for something to happen you know what i mean when the face of your franchise of the of the league of the brand that is the nba is playing that many minutes back to back you know after playing that late in the year prior you know what are you doing you know what i'm saying but so i'm more frustrated with that but i mean I mean, the, the Lakers, you know, it, 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 it was a rough – they were the best – when they went healthy, best team in the league. You know what I mean? But we're getting a chance to see guys like Booker. I mean, I'm not mad at the Suns. Right. They're great. They're fun to watch. Campaign coming in late and playing the way he's playing, special. Booker is – what I'm tripping off right now is, like, why the league hasn't given the love they needed to Booker and Trey Young. They've always had a backseat to yeah. Zion and and and, yeah, and all this. Let's, and let's talk about this. Yeah. yeah, let's talk about this because like there is this kind of perception, at least among kind of like casual media, whatever it is, that the the what's left in the playoffs is a disaster for the NBA. And I get it. You know, casual fans know Kevin Durant. They might flip on Kevin Durant, all this stuff. But like an opportunity to showcase Trey Young. Trey Young is incredibly watchable. He's an pure entertainment. If all you I mean, want is it. entertainment, like he's a video game. I mean, dude, you know, the, and he leans into the villain. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He loves it. He's been getting it ever since high school. He got it at Oklahoma. You know what I mean? He's getting it now, and he loves it. Whole He's East Coast hates that guy. You said you said what? The entire East Coast hates that guy yes. now. Yes, and he loves that they hate them. You know yeah. what I mean? And he and and and, and, and when they were when they were yelling out "f," you know what I'm saying, Trey Young, that that put the battery in his back. You know what I'm saying? You know, he's he's one of those guys. He mm-hmm. got that dog in him. You know what I mean? And Booker's Booker's the same. Booker's the same to me. Booker 47 in a closeout game against Bron? What are you saying? It's the Lakers? Are you kidding me? Then he goes crazy the next series. You know what I'm saying? Too like Booker is one of them. And we try to make these basketball players cool. Booker's actually cool. Yeah, he's pulling up in these old <laughs> schools. You know what I'm saying? He's ready to fight at any time. He's you with a, I mean? he's with a Kardashian. Like he's he's with, got, he's, I mean, come on, you know that going for him. I mean, I don't know if that's going for him, but bro, right, bro, but, but it's, you I mean, should be able to market that. It's marketable. He, he's yes. with a, a Jenner. I guess it's technically a Jenner, but still, he is with like the first family of reality TV. If you can't market that, the problem's you. It's not the league. 
that's what I'm saying. Right. And I would say I'd say the same thing about Giannis. Like, I mean, you talk about Giannis is like, you know, he's a great MVP. nickname, great story, all this other stuff. It's like, okay, now he is, I think, a legit chance to get to the finals. Like, okay, there's a little bit of pain in there. I understand. There's a little bit of pain in there for the NBA because in part we've done so much about which stars going here, super teams, this that taking some of the emphasis off the game. But like this is the chance to make a little bit of it. You cannot sit as a league and rely on KD and Steph and Braun and whatever for Every the rest year. of your lives. No, I think I think it's great. Go ahead, go ahead. You say go ahead. You say what? Yeah, I was just saying, like, I can't I can't remember a time, and maybe I'm I'm sure I sound like you know, old guy, whatever, but like where there were this many awesome, exciting, and really interesting players under 25. Yeah, you know, we don't and, know who's you know, going to win. No, anybody can win. Anybody can win. People are talking about ratings. Since when do I care about ratings? Are we paid? Is that our job? I care about basketball. And this is great basketball I'm watching. Some of the funnest basketball I've watched. You know what I mean? And we're seeing a lot, like you said, young players playing great basketball that we didn't know had it in them. I didn't know Trey. I knew Trey was great. I didn't know Trey was this. Was I didn't, I didn't know there was a playoff, Trey. I didn't know there was a playoff mm -hmm. book where they went to the next level. Yeah. I'm loving it. I'm I mean, look, even, even a guy like Paul George, who, you know, he's been around for a while, but the image of Paul George has been so negative the last few years. Pandemic you, P. Right, right. Pandemic P, way off P, whatever. Like, say what you want about the guy. The last few games, he has stepped up massive. Like, that's a story. Like, that is a story. Playoff in a major market. He is playoff P. You know what yeah. I mean? Like what we saw the last three games, like of of, of the the last series. Come on, man. You know what I mean? Without without uh, Kawhi, the last two games, and they, and that Jazz team was legit. And and yeah. then Ty Lue, what he did by making the Defensive Player of the Year food, he turned Rudy Gobert into food. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? The best decision would have been to take him off the court. They, you know, come. I mean, come on. What else? I mean, like, what else? There's so many stories. You know, truly, Tyrell, are you? Tyrell Lewis was supposed yeah. to be in the Lakers. He was supposed to be the Lakers coach. They so was Monty Williams. Money. Andy and you I talked I mean? about that on yesterday's show, um, how rooting for the Suns is basically like rooting for the Lakers. You have almost coach Monty Williams, former Laker Chris Paul. I mean, like, it's basically this, they, they wear purple. We yes. wear purple. <laughs> it's the same it's team. Time zone. It is basically the same team. The same thing. How fun would a Suns championship be? Yeah. I don't care what the NBA has to figure out with ratings. And I don't even know if the ratings are real. You know, who's still seen a Nielsen box? And everybody's watching it on Reddit and, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and all these other options as well, too. You know yeah. what I mean? We're all talking about the game. You can't, you can't, you can't ignore, you know, when games are on. Everybody's talking about it on social. You know what I mean? So Doc, I, I don't know if the ratings are, you know, I think the way we look at ratings are, are weird. But hey, this it's it's been fun basketball. Everybody I know that actually likes basketball. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. All right. Let, let's take a let's let's let's. I had a question, a, a critically important question that I think <laughs> you are uniquely qualified to answer. This is it was raised this week uh, in in big media, and I just think I, we haven't tackled it yet on the show, and we need to, and we'll do that next. This episode brought to you by Spotify Greenroom, the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download. Once you're in, you can talk with me, Brian, other fans, athletes, insiders in real, real time about your favorite team or sport, in this case, the Lakers. We will be hosting rooms for Locked on Lakers once a week, Friday 
noon Pacific time. Join in the conversation that you listen to here every day. Spotify Greenroom, the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. Go download the free Spotify Greenroom app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link to your Twitter, join the group for the latest league updates. Follow us at Cam Brothers to be notified on Twitter when the rooms will go live. It's always under A. Kamenetsky. You're not going to want to miss it. We're going to be, again, live this Friday, noon Pacific time. We want to hear everyone's thoughts on the Lakers, on the NBA, anything else. We'll see you there. Spotify Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. Okay, so LeJethro, there was a lot of uh, a lot of mocking, a lot of disdain, um, all this stuff from a, a critically important uh, question that was raised by Skip Bayless earlier this week. Um, the poet Skip and, Bayless, right? And for all and for all of the, the 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 mocking, oh, we're going to do it. I have not seen a a good answer to this question. LeJethro, why are LeBron and AD following Russell Westbrook's wife on Instagram? <laughs> I haven't seen a good answer yet. Why are they? I would say this. She's a real one. She's a real one. You know what I mean? I would be following too. You know what I mean? Like, dude, she, she, she's solid. You see the way she takes up for Westbrook? There's just respect there. There's respect there. But I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. <laughs> it's, if there's it's a, if there's basically a little bit impossible. Of, it's basically impossible, Russ. Like, I'm, I'm I wouldn't be. Uh, maybe Russ is maybe, impossible. Maybe, maybe I don't. Maybe. I don't think it is capologically possible to get Russ. All, to the all Lakers. that money. Like, Capologically, we only need them three. Three on them three versus everybody. I mean, I'll I'll take I, it. Russ, Russell Westbrook solves like. Almost and to some degree solves like none of their big problems. Can't shoot from the outside. Is a gigantic health question. Makes a zillion dollars in terms of flexibility, all that stuff. I would give a reasonable amount of my money away to watch Russell Westbrook play with Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Like I don't know what that would look like. It's probably not a good idea, but goddamn, that would be entertaining. Are we still relying relying on Schroeder? Are we gonna we would we prefer that Kuzma? You know what I mean? Like, are we gonna rely on these people? Hey, like at, at least make it be fun. You know what I mean? The way they play in the playoffs, like it's like nobody wanted to play. So hey, three them three versus everybody, and let's see what happens. It might not be good, like you said, Brian, but at least <laughs> it'll be fun, and I'll take fun. <laughs> I just I love I love Russ. I mean, I, I, he's an imp he's not a perfect player. I get it, whatever. But he's a Hall of Famer, and God damn, that guy plays hard. And just I mean, like he is everything you would want a player to be: great but teammate, I great leader, all that stuff. We were, we were talking about Giannis uh, on the pod recently, and uh, somebody said that Giannis plays like a street shark. <laughs> which was hilarious, and I almost ran off the pod when I first heard it. But I think Westbrook does the same. Westbrook has that street shark game. You know what I mean? And, and we could talk all we want about him not being a perfect player. Who is? You know, what he's done in basketball has never been done before. He broke a record that all the greats thought that was the one record that would never even be touched. OK, and we still find ways to minimize him because we don't like the way he plays basketball. It's weird. He's great. I enjoy watching him a big Westbrook fan. It, it is weird because like the I, I understand that analytics have changed the way that a lot of people think about basketball. I think in a lot of ways it has actually been helpful. Analytics sure. is basically information. Information is always helpful. I think yes. we are terrible as a basketball community, basketball media 
talking about analytics in a way that doesn't either turn into a stupid feud or boring, but this stuff is actually valuable. That being said, I do think the analytics movement is weird in the sense that it would somehow lead to people downplaying the importance, significance, and amazing qualities of that many triple doubles. Like, that is insane. I, mean, I, I get to it. Do. It's an, a triple double is an arbitrary number. But, like, if you're producing 26 points and like 13 rebounds and 10 assists, you will not you're doing something. You will not meet a single professional basketball player who will say triple double. Meh. Who will say hard. it's an arbitrary number? Yeah, you no. know what I mean? Like to them, like, dude, all the greats think it's not it was an incredible record and that it would not be broken. And he broke that. It's just like I think and I think like when we when we talk about analytics, and I, like I said, I think they're important. I think there's a there's a there's people that use them like mm -hmm. great, I mean in a great way when it comes to talking about players, but it should assist the game. It should assist the game. It shouldn't go against the eye test either, I don't think. I think that's just as important. When we're seeing greatness and beauty, you know, that's just as important as basketball. Basketball is art to me. Yeah. When I, when I, when I, when I see somebody break a, a, a press without using a dribble, oh, delicious. It's not, you know, you can't analytically break that down. It's the beauty of it. You know well, what the, I mean? There's Can a, I just there's real a stop real quick? That is the most fantastic use of delicious that I've heard in a long time. <laughs> it's, it's, well, I mean, when you see stuff like that, it's like, oh, that's, it's, it's beautiful, right? Yeah. And so we can't yeah, ignore I mean, the beauty of the game. We are ultimately, numbers, yeah, you know? it is, it is a game. It is an art. It is, I mean, all these things. And look, you know, I, what I love about the way that the game has changed and the you know, the D'Antoni thing, the shooting and all that, is it's opened up the floor. I hate watching. I mean, I go back now. I wasn't a big fan then. And especially I go back now and I watch footage from like the 90s and stuff like that. Like it's, I mean, the okay, triangle? great. It's old school. It's like they're beating the crap out of each other. Nobody's scoring. It's amazing they can do anything given how many people there are inside the three-point line. But like you don't get to see how capable and incredible these guys are athletically because they're all in like a big clump. It looks like a bunch of third graders playing soccer. You right, know, they right, all just right, follow right. the ball around. Right, right, right. <laughs> I think like we're seeing the most talented, incredible athletes um, and, 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 and they're the most skilled we've ever seen them. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it's the, the game to me is the most beautiful it's ever been. Like mm -hmm. you said, when I go back and like even, I mean, Jordan, Jordan himself was is, uh, is, is art. You know yes. what I mean? But outside of that, like the, when I'm looking at the triangle and the things like that, it's not fun outside of Jordan. You know what I mean? Like yep. Kobe, you know, it's fun watching Kobe play. But I mean, like that, that it's, it's not, you don't really see a lot of the beauty of the game no. there. You see a lot of it now. It's on, you know what I'm saying? It's and like whether it's Trey, the game. yeah, Trey or Steph or, you know, some of these guys' book is a little bit like that too. Like there is something really cool about watching a player that as soon as they pass half court, you have to keep yes. an eye on it because it's like, okay, they could do something, right? They, you know, Lillard could pull up right here, boom, and hit like, and three pointers are cool. Like they are exciting. They are fun. Like boom, snap. I mean, that hits the net and just like, that is, I like it. Maybe it's because I'm five, nine. <laughs> like, no, we're, we're, we're not thing. seeing three pointers. We're seeing four and five pointers now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Bill Bellamy, <laughs> like Bill Bellamy, rock and jock style. Right. We're seeing those. That. And talking about Trey, Trey just isn't like the second coming of stuff. Trey plays like Steve Nash. Mm -hmm. He probes the lane like Steve. He just has Steph range. You know what I mean? And the league don't want to put some eyes on that. Are you crazy? 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it's beautiful. How good is Trey's basketball IQ? How many it's, times does he make a such the, the, the perfect decision in, in the in, in traffic at six foot? You know what I mean? Well, this, this is one of the things that's really exciting is when you see like Trey Young or you see Devin Booker and their evolution as players on these big stages in the playoffs, when you start realizing they're better than I thought they were. Like huh. De, DeAndre Ayton. This has been, I mean, there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of hype rightly with Trey and Devin mm-hmm. Booker and that, but like, this has been a massive coming out party for DeAndre Ayton, mm-hmm. who for so long, I mean, really was just getting punished for not being Luca. And mm-hmm. like, I, is he ever going to be as good as Luca? Same with Trey, no. same with Trey, same with yeah, Trey. Exactly. Yeah. Like, though, yeah, those guys likely are not mm-hmm. going to end up as good as Luca, but that doesn't mean they're bad. And I think like this year's playoffs has reminded people, DeAndre Ayton isn't bad. He's never been bad. Like never. Just just because he's not as good as somebody taken behind him who may end up the player of his like generation, generation even the generation yeah. behind him, that doesn't mean you yeah, were like if if you'd have drafted Elijah Wan instead of Jordan, <laughs> like would you look back and they go, Well, that was stupid. Like, what a terrible and, idea that was. And the same thing I say with Trey, like, like, like Luca, we know Luca's gonna be an all-timer, right? It's just it just is. You know, it, it we all at least we all see it. Trey is probably gonna be an all-timer too. And I don't think anybody lost that trade. Yes, Luca is better right now. But Trey is a great, great fit for that Atlanta team. He's great for that Atlanta team. We're seeing them win. They had no business beating those Sixers. No business. Mm-hmm. You know, they had, you know, like Simmons and, and what Thibault should have been should have kept okay. him all should have, should have ate Trey up. You know what this, I mean? this is actually what you're raising right now. This is a really interesting point about these playoffs that doesn't happen often. Usually, when you're talking about players like Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, a, a team set up behind Trey Young, you usually have to take steps mm-hmm. before you get to the conference finals. Like you, you right. have to take the proverbial lumps. You're looking at two of the four teams left that have not had Lump to do like three. Phoenix, like Phoenix. Yeah. I I didn't think, you know, at full strength, I still think the Lakers could have beaten them. But the, yeah. the biggest thing that I that made me doubt Phoenix wasn't that I didn't think they were legit because all season I'm like, they, they've been really good. Like th- mm-hmm. this is not a mirage. I was just like, other than Chris Paul and Jay Crowder, they don't have any collective experience with guys who Not matter. Not a taste and, of the playoffs. Right, and usually that you know, stuff I, I, matters. I have, a, I have a theory year. about that, though. I have a theory about that, though, that I, I'll run it past both of you guys. and We'll do that next. Locked on Lakers brought to you by Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar ever. These are bars covered in 100% chocolate. They are soft. They are easy to chew. Unlike some of the scrub protein bars out there, I'm not going to say who you are, but you know that you're deadbeats. You know that you taste awful. Built Bars, though, they are healthy. They're great for health-conscious people, whether you're trying to lose or maintain weight but still want to eat something that tastes great, low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. They're great for keto diets. You can get some of the 12 original flavors like raspberry, coconut almonds, salted caramel, banana bread. They got new flavors like cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, cookies and cream. They're perfect for someone like me who loves just cool, interesting, unique taste combinations. You're never going to get bored eating the same thing over and over and over. So go to Built Bar. Use the promo code LOCKED15. You get 15% off your first order. Again, the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. 
Locked on Lakers also brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season, it's in full swing. You got the Stanley Cup playoffs. We're talking, obviously, a ton of NBA. You get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of that at Bet Online. So before the next pitch, before the next puck drop, before the next jump ball, Get on your laptop or your mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams make their way through the playoffs. So again, head to the website, use your mobile device, receive 50% off as a welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, 50%, 50-0% off as a welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Um, all right. So Andy, you were talking about the, the, the whole deal with like not having to sort of make that progression. Two mm-hmm. teams could make the finals and just jump the line. I think there's a trend here. Like if you look at what 20 something year old kids do now, when they come in the league, 19, 18 year old guys, they show up with a skill set that is more advanced. You see people coming out of college, getting into whatever industry. And I, you know, I don't know if it's that 10,000 hours thing. I don't know if it's the ease of access, better training, guys doing AAU stuff, whatever it might be. I just think there are like Devin Booker is a more fully formed player. Nikola Jokic, uh, you know, Trey Young, all these guys, they come in. Trey's got all the old man YMCA moves already and all the other stuff. Great Devin use of the And good man. knees and still has good knees. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's not he, fair. He's got all this, you know, the 48-year-old stuff with a 20-something-year-old body. And I just, you know, Luca's like that. You know, it, it, I just, I, I wonder if Andre Miller's that, butt game in like a 22, 23-year-old player. Right, right, and right, even, right. And Without even having to get the big butt, you know? It's like, like some people, you, you know, you suffer for that butt. And like, you know, it's not great. Right. But at least you butt. put it to good use if yeah, you're Andre oh, Miller. Andre Miller could have made the Hall of Fame on the strength of his ass alone. Right, right. Crazy, crazy, crazy. That was different. There should be a Hall of Fame. <laughs> that was that. special. Right, right. right. I just, you I everybody like, think it's just like swimsuits and stuff. No, no, no. It's also Andre Miller's. But <laughs> what's that guy who used to play nose tackle for the for the Lions? Oh, like, Jerry uh, Ball. Jerry Ball. <laughs> that like butt. huge. Can't move that butt. Um, <laughs> like you guys, does, does that make sense too? Because that has been my theory for a little while now about why these guys come into the league and they are so sort of fully formed um, when they get here. Not that they can't get better, but they just there's so much polish to the games of a lot of these players that I just don't remember it being like that 15, 20 years ago. They approach it like a job early. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the amount of games they play with AAU and the regular season is insane. Maybe not the best as far as health, like, you know, when it comes to, you know, long term. But they understand the game at a different level. They're training with league trainers in like 10th grade. You know, like I saw uh, Tatum play in high school, did not knowing that he had been tra- training with Bradley Bill and Drew Hanlon all summer. And I'm like, these are NBA moves. This is an NBA player eating off these high school players, and it's not fair. You know what I mean? And they're famous before they even get in there. We knew who Trey Young was. We knew who Zion was. We knew who all these guys were before they even – I mean, not not Luca. Luca just different. But, I mean, these guys have me, a million Yeah, but Luca's been a pro, though. I mean, Luca's yeah, been, been a pro, pro since, he's been like, a, pro. a teenager. Same for with, so, like, Jokic. So, so, like, so. all the overseas guys, yeah. they're basically doing – an adult job. As right, they, they had to like yeah. circumvent child labor laws to let Luca play. Right, like <laughs> right, he was like a, like he was a kid 15, in a mine or something. Right, I think right, I think right. he was like eight. 
Um, <laughs> seven, eight years old. Maybe, they, took him out, they took him out of a coal mine and stuck <laughs> him into a professional basketball Ooh, team. We're <laughs> we getting into politics now. It's but a uh, but, very uh, different conversation. Yeah, though. right. But yeah, I feel like they're, I think they're, they're, a lot of these guys are already popular and known and are used to that le a certain level of fame and notoriety. So that doesn't scare them when they're in the league. You know, they've, they've been, they've been, you know, prepped for this. But yeah, like these guys are jumping. They haven't had a taste of the playoffs. And are looking like, like you said, like seasoned vets under big pressure. It's just for like for Trey, it looks like every day for Booker. It's just like Booker's this thing. I think Booker has one of those minds, though, at least offensively, where everything is is slow to him. Mm -hmm. I think he is just he, he looks it makes it it makes it look too easy. Like, you know, when people are young, especially when they're nervous and young, they tend to move 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Booker doesn't have that. Booker is so patient. And he gets exactly what he wants. He's, yeah, he's, and he's special. I just, I, and I look at it and I, I think, you know, not, not, you know, because it's a Lakers podcast, you have the obligatory Kobe comparison, but like, you know, Booker obviously patterns a lot of his you game after it. Kobe, you know, yeah. he's, he's inspired by Kobe, you know, the, the, you know, the, he's talked about it throughout the, yeah, the, the legendary. Yeah, the exactly. These guys can like Kobe was unusual for his, age in the sense that he used to consume a ton of tape he'd have mm -hmm. all that stuff sent to him and watch vhs tapes and copy guys and pattern guys like if you want to copy kobe the access that you have to kobe stuff and you know doctor whoever it is jordan whoever it is that you want to pattern your game after mm -hmm. these guys can just pull it up on their phones when they're 10 years old 12 years old right. 14 years old and just start looking at that stuff and consume so much basketball and in ways that i know i couldn't when i was a kid not that it would have helped me but like you know <laughs> it, it's just like that stuff that's what all I mean. that like, kept it, brian it, from growing to the pros it was just that's lack of it practice. is it just and he learned to grow the cell phone a little earlier I yes. know. It's, it, and think of think of what the basketball world has missed out on because of it yeah. um but like if you want to be Kobe, you can learn Kobe backwards and forwards with more depth and more stuff as just a kid at home that you would have needed professional resources when we were younger. It's just, it, it's all that plays into it. We're seeing kids like I, I learned triple threat in like seventh grade. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? We're seeing kids hit folks with reverse pivots in, in elementary school, like reverse pivot, jab, and bye. What? You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like reverse pivot, jab, pull up. What? That's you, you mellow in, in fourth grade. Are you, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it's they 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 different. They 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 approach it differently. They have, like you said, access to so many different things, but it's beautiful what it becomes. Mm -hmm. You know, like we like I don't know if y'all hit the paid watching out here, you know what I'm saying? But uh uh he plays at uh poly. But like he he looked like a little KD. KD Washington was like, "Woo, he's different." Like it's it's what it's what we're seeing now are, are the the best athletes also be the most skilled players in in sports. Yeah, too. Magic Johnson was an alien when he came into the league at six nine and could handle the ball and all that stuff as a point guard. It's like, oh my god, now you have like center. I'm not saying I'm not comparing all these guys to Magic, but yeah. like. The idea of a 6'10 guy who can handle the ball and run the point and be a skilled player, it's like you know, there are like 10 of those guys, like 15 right, right. of those guys around the league now. That What's skinny kid in, in Oklahoma yeah. City weighs like 136 pounds, but yeah. he's like 7'4", and he's really skilled. <laughs> like that's how they grow name, now. But Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. 
But like, I Poco. mean, was Poco. Cat, was yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody loves Poku. But uh, like, like was was Cat the first guy we really saw kind of doing that? I remember, like, for me, like, I remember seeing Cat get the ball at the top of the key. He jab step, took a dribble, stepped back to the elbow, and I was like, and pulled up, and I was like. Wait, the first a, guy I the first guy I can remember at basically that size doing something like that was KG. Like okay, KG, okay. there we go. Yeah, KG yeah, was yeah, the yeah, first yeah. guy I can yeah, think yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. You know, the type of size and build. Yeah, you know, and you go through and all that Europe, European guys like Jokic, or whatever. We talk about you know uh, towns. It's, it, people don't like i think give enough credit to, like cuz minnesota's so bad so like bad. carl anthony towns is a legit like 40% three point shooter like <laughs> it's not is... like he's not like joel Embiid out there like he can hit a three pointer anthony davis like he can hit a three pointer you got to respect it out there it's not yeah, a bad yeah. part of the game like carl anthony towns is an excellent shooter in addition to being all that other stuff now i think there is something to be said for all you know maybe guys aren't watching as much film on defense mm -hmm. it's a little harder but i also <laughs> think these guys today are, are incredibly hard to defend i like, mean especially with the rules yes with yeah. the rules and i mean i mean let's like there's some great defenders and all that but like we just saw uh uh um luca go up against the clippers two of the best guard defenders in the world yeah. mm -hmm. and make turn them into a it. light snack can't do what it. What do you you know what I'm saying? Like, so what what is what is what are the regular people on defense supposed to do when a god on defense can't you know it, it can't even sniff trying to stop the man? You know, PG is a hell of a defender. I don't care what you say he does on offense on does on the offensive side, he's a I mean, he's a hell of a defender. Kawhi is Kawhi, yeah, and this man is putting up insane numbers against like like you know, two of the best. What we've seen in this generation, guard defenders, like it's crazy to see. So, I mean, like, I just think like the bags are so deep. They bags, mm -hmm. they got Birkin bags, they got $80,000 leather bags, <laughs> all crocodiles, swag bags, swag bags, full of moves. What yeah. you supposed to do, you know what I mean? They like Shane Sung out here, you know what I mean? They got they taking everybody's moves and using them. You can't prepare yourself defensively. It's hard. I, I there are times when I actually think like I would be better equipped to defend some of these guys because they're doing so much stuff and I wouldn't be able to respond to any of it. So I would just be standing in the same place the entire time. Rolling. No, I, I wouldn't get like they. Oh, I lean left just a, like a, a fraction of an inch, and that's enough. Boom, they're gone. I can't react to any of it. So yeah. I, just, uh, like, like, I know you got some places you got to be. Like, can I? I just want to say thank you because this is a, this was a a half hour of just let's enjoy and love basketball. I love and, it, man. And we don't. Yeah, there is not nearly enough of that. It's, like basketball is awesome. These players are awesome. I know of the team that we're all talking about isn't there anymore. They'll mm -hmm. be back next year. We have got plenty of time to talk about that. Let's mm -hmm. talk about what's happening right now because what's mm -hmm. happening right now is awesome. So thank and you so apropos, much. For doing that. It's apropos, it's apropos, by the way, because today on the road to the finals, our NBA coverage is brought to oh, you by Mid Ultra. Good job. Yeah. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. And at two point six carbs, ninety five calories, we can all enjoy the games. A little more this season, like we've been trying to tell Lakers. Buzzer fans. beater. 
Yes, I, oh, dude. You, <laughs> I respect you, the segue game. That thank was you. No, look, he's been. I, he's been very strong. Oh wow! I'm not gonna lie, Lejethro. Like I, I think generally speaking, I beat myself up over a lot of stuff. I am a big critic of myself. I, I will listen back to stuff and kill myself over little things. I give damn good seg. Yeah, he's, I am, this is, I am oh, he, that was seg artist. He's the thank most you. useless. Oh. Of the Avengers, but this is yeah. no question you, what his role would be. That one good thing, though. Yeah, but you know what? Tier, all, the Avengers, all the it's Avengers, like, man, they want to get paid. They don't get paid without. It's like he's like he's like right. Aquaman. Like you know, the right. Justice League turns to him. And he's yeah, not whatever. much good when there's not anything you, happening. You want to keep the, the damn water. lights right. on at the Justice League? Right. Like, you don't got to pay you the bills. Don't need, don't need to talk to a dolphin. But when there's water, you're yeah. exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Does anybody here know how to talk to a dolphin? Right. That guy. All right. Well, good. And a hundred we from a hundred from the line on, on yeah. clutch in those moments. You feel me? <laughs> well, Jeff is the host of uh, 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 Jenkins and Jones. You can catch his stuff at Yahoo as well. Lejethro Jenkins, thank you so much for taking the time, man. This was great. Always fun, guys. Appreciate y'all. All right. Talk to everybody tomorrow. Peace.